On this episode, I've got special guest Larissa Mills from the Mental Game Academy. Larissa has 25 years of coaching experience, and in today's episode, we dive into how to balance phone screen time, not only for a young athlete in your family, but also dads, you could apply this to your life as well. Have a listen. There's a voice deep inside every dad calling him to lead. Society, vices, inner demons, negative thoughts try to dampen and drown out that voice, but it never goes away. Your wife feels it, your children feel it, and your heart and soul feel it too. It's the voice that starts off as a whisper, but then becomes a calling. A calling to be the tip of the spear for your family. A calling to play all out and lead by example for your children. A calling to build a legacy that will go on for generations. A calling to be the warrior dad you were born to be. Dads, our children need us now more than ever. To be that beacon of hope, courage, positivity, and strength. It's time to rise as warrior dads together as a brotherhood. If you felt that twinge in your soul, it's time for the warrior dad experience. Welcome to the show. I am excited to have special guest Larissa Mills on the show. Larissa, welcome to the show. Hello there. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. It's it's funny. We we had some technology issues getting on, and it's it's kind of crazy because that's going to be the discussion today, right? Around tech, like around the, tech. the impact different tech, of though. different tech, though. Yeah. Different tech, though. So today's discussion about phones, how to balance the use of it, the impact on our our yeah, kids. Yeah. First and foremost, uh, if you would give the audience some some background on on yourself as well as kind of family dynamic, and then we'll dive into it. Mm, well, we are here as a company. We have coaches that help athletes, student athletes, doesn't matter if they're an athlete or not, um, to equip their minds with mental skills, resilience, emotional intelligence, leadership. And then through this process, in order to keep your confidence up in this society, social media does a good job of bringing it down. Okay. And social media actually is one of the biggest cause of behavioral issues today. So we help reduce social media, but we teach them how it affects their brain. And that's the biggest difference. Then we help them by putting them on a phone routine because phone routines have been proven to prevent addiction. So if you're a high performance athlete, um, you and I both had this conversation, I think a while ago, where, you know, if you're spending 200 hours of TikTok a month and you're only spending 80 hours a week at practice in NCAA, you're never going to the NBA. Right. Right. And it's about time. And what are you doing with this time that we used to invest in people? And now it's just spent with this device. Right. That's where we're at. So we help we help a lot of athletes, parents, coaches with this mindset change. Right. Yeah. And, and I think it's so, so important. And what what trends have you seen? Let's start there. Right. Of trends of as Ooh. tech has come in and phone has come in, the trends of those young athletes, those people that you, you know, uh, the those trend, kids that you see. Yeah, the initial, yeah, the initial change in 2007, because I was coaching uh, competitive volleyball and I've been coaching for a long time by then anyway. Um, so, uh, well, not really, like respectively as a teacher, I'd already been coaching. So I was a teacher and I would coach club volleyball and I started to see the athletes go to their phones. 
like come in and stay on their phones and then they would not greet us. They used to greet us. They used to be like high-fiving us. I was high-fiving them. Hey man, hi. I do their own little handshake. And um, yeah. then I started to see like it's water break time and they'd be on their phones. I'm like, no, this mm -hmm. is focus time. This is my time. If I'm coaching you, if you're paying this much money to be in this club, I expect you to be listening to me and learning mental skills in between this time and to stay in your focused mindset because we know the brain takes 20 minutes to refocus on something that you were focusing on before. So I saw this trend, lack of socialization, lack of caring of who's around them. Then we started to see kind of like as it gradually we saw phones stay, I started to see this foggy, distracted, zombie type athlete that didn't really want to, wanted to do well, but wasn't awake mm -hmm. and didn't have the energy because there was, the trend was there staying up later, yeah. right? Because they had to, the fear of missing out is a big, is a big issue. And they wanted to stay up to one and two. And I'm like, well, if you're trying to get into the NCAA, I can tell you that going to bed at 1 a.m. will not get you there. Right. It will not get you there. I don't care who you are, what level you play at. It is a habit that will not get you there. So um, that's a trend I started to see. And then they'd wake up from even foggier, right? So they couldn't perform again. Then I started to see as social media platforms came on in 20, what, 2010, 2015, 20, yeah, around there. I started mm -hmm. to see the biggest change. Okay. I started to see a change in self-esteem, confidence, violence, um, attitude, lack of respect, lack of uh, the empathy, lack of socialization, the inability to make friends. So I saw these trends over, and, and I am of the vintage where I have seen sports without phones and sports with right. phones. And I can safely say, that phone without phones was so much more, it was intense and you got a lot more done. Now coaches are saying it's taking longer to train athletes. Okay. Right. So we're seeing this, this lengthened program where to train an Olympic athlete, to train a prevent professional athlete, the process is longer now because they can't put the drills in their head anymore as four drills in one. It's one drill, but they have to break it down into four. That's never happened before 16 year olds, but now you got to do it. So That's those, crazy. I would say. Yeah. So one thing I, I love that you said 20 minutes to refocus, right? So many people aren't just aware of that and dad specifically, right? This is, this is all about dads and how yep. 20 yeah. minutes to refocus that attention residue, right? Kind of it, right. it flows over into what you're doing and, yeah. Think about that, applying that into yeah. your, your world and your life, but then also the, the kiddos as, as well. It's, it's so, so important. You said social media, right? Biggest challenge related to it's social media, feeling happy, feeling fulfilled. It, yeah. it, so, so explain that yeah. animal. So, I, so, I obviously have yeah. faced it with my, my boys that are 15 and 13. Right. So uh, yeah, looking forward to Yeah. And I have three children who are all athletes too. So it, you can see how it affects them. Um, I, I'm, I was very lucky because I, I think I caught this before it really affected my daughter, but affected her sleep as a swimmer, you got to get up at four 30, right? Right. Yep. But, Early morning. But it affected her in a different way. And we started, we just curbed it. There are no phones in our rooms and our children's homes. Mm -hmm. There are no phones at the dinner table. There are no phones in the car, actually, Jeff. Not unless you got to check something. Like
if you're going to a tournament and someone's ping mom, well, this person in the driver's seat has my phone because mom doesn't touch your phone while I'm driving. Right. Right. Um, so anyway, to go back, social media does a quite a number on our children's brains and actually on an adult's brain too. So social media attacks our self-esteem, our confidence and our, our identity. And here's here's a crazy thought. Yeah. I grew up discovering who I was. These kids are growing up learning who they should be from social media. Mm. Big difference. So if you're following somebody and you want to be like them, you're not, you're, you're not understanding even who you are. Right. Uh, Then you go into this comparative mode. This is the dangerous part. Comparativism makes your brain go. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not cut enough. I'm not, skinny enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not, I'm not making these times, uh, Olympic hitting against two Olympians, like ready to take on the ice. We got a Canadian and an American, uh, junior hockey players that we have and and they're pitting social media is doing it. They're not, they're friends. Mm -hmm. They were shaking hands and hugging this weekend. And, and you see social media pitting them against each other. That, that, that's not happening. They're very strongly bonded. So Social media makes our brains think we're not good enough and we're not strong enough. So this affects our self-esteem, which affects our confidence. And for athletes, very specifically, or high-performance people, CEOs, founders, it makes us question our decision-making in our frontal lobe, which is right here. And and it kind of shuts down this lobe, which is back here. The, The linguistic part of your brain is back here. Social media also is slowing down your children's brains. So lack of development. So if you're just watching a video after a video, after a video, after a video, your brain is not talking. And so this part of our brains, several pediatric um, neurologists have been studying it, are seeing actually in children who have had two hours or more of phone use a day for over two or three years, their brain is slower and they Mm -hmm. don't have the verbal language. And they can sometimes now we're seeing a trend towards introversion. Okay. Right. So, uh, and the language development is behind by three years. So by eight, by 16, Jeff, you and I talked about this. Children have been on phones for 18,000 hours, right? This is two or three years of their lives. Yep. But that, that, that's huge. It, It means we don't have the emotional equipment. We don't have the psychological equipment. We don't have the, um, um, academic equipment that we used to at the chronological age of 16. It's behind 13. If you look at writing of it from a 17 year old or 18 year old, I can barely read it. Hmm. And our, our athletes do a lot of written work for us, um, journals and, and goals and initiatives and how they want to be captain and all these types of culture changes. And their writing is pretty abysmal for many. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the social media piece, the comparison piece and just dangerous feeling dangerous. worse about yourself and that you're not good enough. I mean, I, I just think about it myself personally, right? I had, I've had some limiting beliefs, right? We all have kind of limiting beliefs we take from childhood. Now you're yeah. adding on you're adding social, right? Like you, you, you have one or on two top and of I had, puberty, on top correct. of puberty. Right. When the brain is the busiest, you're adding this whole layer of crap onto your brain. Self-worth was one for me growing up, right? Um, And battled that into, you know, discovering it in my late 30s. Yeah. Imagine 
having one of the, but then you layer on the social, like it's a double whammy that, that kids are yeah. just no wonder why yeah. self-esteem and, and they have no confidence in their. their and how uh, this shows up in classrooms and in homes is insecurity, behavioral issues, attention seeking, a lot more attention seeking than normal, uh, mm -hmm. gra higher gratification. It takes how many parents are listening today where it's, you can't please your kids anymore. Right. Like that's, that's a big thing. And if you can't please them, what do you slow down? Just slow down and spend an hour a day unplugged with your kids and talk to them about who they are, who they want to be and teach them some mental skills, morals, ethics, values, keep reading to them as long as you can. Those moments are gone. Like I have three, they're older and I, mm -hmm. I've missed the cusp. The last one is out. <laughs> he's he's done he's like i'm reading stuff on my own mom but yep. keeping them reading is one way to also keep the brain calmed down because social media does another thing jeff so social media when we go onto our phones surges dopamine and cortisol into the brain mm -hmm. and then our hearts start skipping beats and jumping and going 120 140 and we're just standing still or sitting down we're not right. even moving then it surges uh, and it tells the nervous system, the polyvagal nerve that goes from here all the way to your tummy, it makes it shake, shake. Okay. And you yeah. wonder why people say that we have this surge of anxiety. It's not a surge mm -hmm. of anxiety. What we're seeing in society is a surge of brain chemistry change in phones. It's, it's, it's addiction. Yeah. There's no other way to say this. It's the reward system in the brain saying, I want more dopamine. And how do I get it? notification comment check let's check tiktok let's check instagram let's check snapchat oh now we done yeah. now we now they do this for four hours a night right right so one of the rules that we can do um and we can we can not rules strategies right to help mm -hmm. your children become healthy strong resilient human beings like in europe this isn't as a common problem it's just starting to you know be forceful because they're very adamant about independence and resilience in the in europe right Okay. And, and they let their kids go off young. Like they're, you're growing up faster in Europe and you're stronger. Your mm -hmm. mindset is stronger. And uh, we see this in a lot of our European athletes. They come over here, they're doing laundry, cooking. They can hear stuff. They, they're, they focused. Nothing right. faces them like North American Canadian. Um, so it's very interesting to see this difference in, in athletes, but coaching too. But having your phones on a schedule and reducing your child's social media time, one of the things you might want to do is um, reducing or taking TikTok off. Because here's the thing. If they have Instagram, the TikTok is the, it has the same reels. It's the just mm -hmm. duplicated. So right. you might as well just keep Instagram because TikTok is highly addictive. Mm -hmm. And it's no one you know. And this is where comparativism is at its best. It will make right. you hate yourself see yourself, then it will track your ads, your algorithms and send you Botox things and send you yeah. weight loss things and send you workouts or diets or whatever you're on. So you are logging into those algorithms, whether you believe it, watch social dilemma for that to take. Uh, I'm not on this side of the, yeah. I don't understand the algorithms and the tech. I understand the theory. I understand that, but the tech side of it is today, for instance, I just looked up spirit air to book my flight to Anaheim to speak. And two seconds later, I got an mm -hmm. email about Spirit Airlines and, and about flights from another airline because I searched it. 
in my right. own computer and I'm pretty good. All my stuff's turned off. So there's so many things that we can do, Jeff, to change things because we can't keep the pendulum where it is. Right. You can't. Yeah. No, I mean, I, the social dilemma, great one. I, I yeah. got my boys to watch it. My oldest good. one was fighting me on it. And I said, please, like, I've watched this once. Just we need Get to watch this. Out. Watch it and, together. Yeah. And we watched it. He he probably went for his phone almost 15 times. I said, do not touch that phone. And afterwards, I literally was in tears speaking to both of yeah. them. I said, this is what we're up against. And you're up against the most sophisticated artificial intelligence known, known to man. Yeah. You're not going to win that battle. I can't win that battle. Nope. I mean, I, for the past week and a half, have had Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok completely deleted off my phone. I will tell you, I'm a lot happier because yes. of that. I'm not, I'm not pulled to try and tap on it because no matter how much willpower you have, I mean, it's hitting that brain and that dopamine yep. and you want it and it's just so addictive. Um, so mm -hmm. that highly recommend dads listening, social dilemma, watch it, watch it with your kids. Yep. So you mentioned dinner. I mean, we got a rule, no phones at the dinner table. So we sit and talk. Uh, you know, yep. one that, that you brought up that I'm, I'm definitely going to work to implement is that when we're in the car or in my truck, phones are away. Let's talk during that time. Like, because, look you know, my, like, my boys have been, you know, on their phones and I'm guilty of that. Right. Um, and we, can, other... we all can be like if we're traveling or something or like because we our kids play competitive hockey. So we're constantly in a car. But you right. can be on your phone. If there's a movie, here's the difference. Here's the interesting thing. If, if we're going for a long drive. You're allowed to download one movie on your phone because movie is not social media. Gotcha. Yep. Right. It's the plot line, it's characters and it's on the addictive list. It's at the bottom. It's okay. TV. Um, if you're looking at highest addiction, it's obviously, you know, gambling, pornography, and then it's TikTok, then it's Instagram, then it's other, other ones. Even there's dangerous apps out there for children like Roblox. There are mm -hmm. more creepy people in there and in Snapchat, which is the most criminally infiltrated app in the world right now, the police are just always in it, looking at everything. You can, you, if you want drugs, you can get it. If you want to find people and kidnap, you can do everything you want on Snapchat. So I would check your kids' locators. I would check what your kids' usernames are. I would check your gaming consoles because gaming is part of this problem, right? Right. And, and I, yesterday, a mom told, told me, uh, um, yeah, I went in and looked at my kid's gaming console and she found this person who was playing with their kid. They live in Detroit. They're in Calgary. And she found out it was not a kid. It was a man taking mm. pictures. Mm. So, and her kid, they had been grooming and playing. Right. So there's a lot of dangers out there. Like there's, there's more dangers. Actually, the policeman told me inside your child's room on their phone than there is now outside that's crazy because there's less people outside and there's like mm. you could walk through downtown and nothing's going to happen to you now hmm. right so that's we, pretty so, so we mentioned hey dinner table we mentioned kind of in in the in the trucks the cars what are some phone, other at night sleeping at night, at night. yeah, yeah. At we call it we call it a digital sunset my house like having a digital sunset yeah. Same thing. And my boys read. I give them the things to read, and and you it's know it's brain. kind of right up your alley. It's mental toughness. It's books about. Yeah, we do the journals. Like our athletes do journals and mental training. Um, mm -hmm. They do all their work and their imagery 
for their next day or for their next tournament or whatever they have you, but it's all mental work. Um, we suggest like Sudoku word searches um, if, a, a, after you've journaled, things that keep your mind busy, but reading. Read someone else's biography as an athlete. Read, find them. Don't go to chapters. The books are way too much money now. I know everyone's complaining about it. So just go to like your Goodwill or your library and rent like a few out at a time because um, cost is going up. So, and also there are um, audio books. Mm -hmm. If you are not a fan of reading, now you can actually listen to the books. So do that because you can listen in bed and it's actually better for you even than watching TV because auditory means your brain is still actually more active than listening, more listening mode. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I'd say my <laughs> my basic biggest expense is books these days, but that's I, I love reading and myself and then giving the the wisdom or sharing it with my boys. I feel like that's you know, yeah. our duty as dads is to pay it forward or duty as parents to pay right. it forward, given the strategies, tactics right. that we didn't have. What if you're a dad and you can't get away from that phone? You are struggling. What what can they do today to kind Up of break today. that cycle? Instantly. I would put a control, use the control app tunings on whatever provider you use on your phone. So mm -hmm. look at what you're on on your phone. What are mm -hmm. you on? Are you on YouTube? Are you on TikTok? Are you on Instagram? Because those three hours a night that you're watching social media and not paying attention to your kids, your kids will think you're ignoring them. Kids feel yeah. more neglected today from parents than they ever have. I have the saddest generation of athletes I've ever had. So a lot of this comes from spending time. They, you need to spend time with your kids. Their brain development depends on your brain, right? Isn't yeah. that cool? So, yeah. so if you're like, we play checker chess, we play this new game called sequence, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I like that game. Okay. Check it out. It's a really cool game. Check it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. But you got to play it in like partners. So you have to play it like two fours and sixes. So um, we like, we like that game. My dad actually gave it to us for Christmas a couple of Christmases ago. My kids still like it. Um, we still play the cards, right? And, or mm -hmm. we'll watch a show together. That, and I actually have shut down my other TVs now in the house. So if you want to watch TV now, I've limited you to all of us sharing a TV again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it sucks, <laughs> right? Um, Mums lose out when uh, Connor Bedard's on the TV, but hey, that's go. okay. Uh, I love watching that kid. He's he's fantastic to watch. But we just the closer we are together, the more you have to compromise on what you want to watch. And there's no phones upstairs in our household ever. So alarm clocks is the other change, dads, that you can put in mm -hmm. your room again. Mm -hmm. Leave those phones out because if you can untether yourself all night. Your dopamine and cortisol levels lower significantly. And in the morning, one of the things you can instantly change right now is get up, eat, roll, do your whatever hip mobility, back stretch, yoga, whatever you want to do, get your lunch and then check your phone and be intentional about how you're using it. And don't use it around your kids. I try not to use my phone around my kids. I run a business. Yes, but I try phone is down when they come to me when they're mm -hmm. talking to me i try and they're like mom mom and i'm like okay it's down and i look yep. because i want yep. them to pay it i if i want their their ears to be listening to me they need my ears listening to them right there is no perfection in this but there is being better right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, my wife had a uh, mission goal this year of reading a certain number of books. And that has had a trickle down effect where boys are doing homework at the kitchen table. She's reading. I'm not going to disturb her. I end up reading the TV's off and I yep. take in that micro moment. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like yep. TV's off. And, you know, I always look for yep. slight edges yep. as a we're family so or personally. Great. And it's amazing yep. to have that. Hey, we're all working. We're all better in ourselves. We're all focusing in. We're not on our, our phones yep. for, for that time. And it's, yep. it's pretty, pretty cool. And here's the, here's the kicker, Jeff. If nine out of every 10 times we go on our phones, we feel like crap. Okay. So jealous, envious, upset, angry. Those are the feelings that most people feel in the surveys and the studies. So why is it we go to them? It's, it's that notification. It's the addiction. Yeah. And now with Dr. Huberman and other physicians saying that we are actually becoming an obsessive compulsive disordered um, um, mindset. We're constantly mm -hmm. checking. And there's an order that people actually check their phones in too. So one of the things, you know, we can do is delete some apps, Yeah. delete some apps, keep those phones out of your rooms. It's hard. I know. And, uh, do like a, a stream of movies with your kids. We just did a whole James Bond week. Okay. Right. And then, then my kids, well, they're really sad about the environment right now. Hmm. They watched the last one of David. We've been watching David Attenborough. Um, what can you do now to help the environment? Put your garbage right. away. We, we compost. Um, don't, don't litter wherever you are, um, recycle, can we reuse this? And so those are conversations that obviously in this society we need to be having. And, right. and so we try and change up our theme of what we're watching and then we'll watch like, uh, what's that? the rock, a mm. whole bunch of the old rock movies we would watch. And that's mm. really yeah. funny. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's things that we're like planting and planting seeds of like people and let's watch older movies to when they became more famous and stuff like that. Like watching it for a reason, not just because you want to mm -hmm. watch it. Yep. Right. But our kids also study film. So we do a lot of YouTube studying with hockey um, mm -hmm. or soccer uh, and football. So they have to study their, their position to better themselves. Right. Yeah, so we have, sure. we have, we have those routines built out, but as a parent, I don't want to be that parent where my kids say, oh, my mom is always on her phone. That would right. just mortify me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm supposed to be them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. A couple, I mean, a couple of things that I just want to go back to that, that are key yeah, components. Go. I mean, how I coach dads is when you wake up, you're stacking wins. You're not checking that phone. Mm -hmm. First thing, Five get wins progress, heart, right? get momentum. I say, give me seven wins in less than 1% of your day, which is 14 minutes, 24 seconds. Yep. You feel so much better, so much yep. more equipped to take on the day. The other one that anybody listening to this live, watching live, listening to it on the, the podcast, you can turn off notifications. My phone, Larissa, is constantly on do not disturb. Yeah. If you're my favorites and my favorites, my wife, and some, you can call me and it'll come right through. Other than that, yes. I too. never... I never get pinged with notifications when I'm around somebody yeah. All my that is constantly myself. getting pinged. I'm like, how do you even operate in life? Because you're constantly in just um, getting that. One of the biggest things, actually, that just reminds me of an important topic because we go into businesses and help laptops. Like my laptop was pinging five, mm. six years ago and I couldn't work. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I didn't under, I'm like, so, but then I also didn't have the brain to figure out how to shut everything off between the phone and the, 
and mm -hmm. I'm presenting. So the other awesome. one day I'm presenting to 3000 people and, and my kids and... calling me from school. <laughs> and mm -hmm. like, right. And I thought I put it on do not disturb here, but he's like, you know, you have to connect it. So I had someone come in and it's worth it. To sh mm -hmm. I, my, my laptop is on silent. Mm -hmm. Nothing notifies mm -hmm. me. So nothing interrupts me. Nothing pings me. Nothing distracts me. And then you feel like you're not getting anything done because you feel like you're, you're, you're being reminded, oh, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. So your performance anxiety rises, mm -hmm. right? So that's an important thing too, for, for parents, if we can stop the amount of notifications and the amount, and we can, we can work faster, better and get more outdoor time, like time for us, yoga time, gym mm -hmm. time go take your yep. kids to a game, um, anything that is those hours that you spend with them are gone. Let me tell you, I have a 20 year old, so it's gone fast. I mean, I just posted today. I mean, I, I think by age 12, 75% of your time with your kids is gone. And by age 18, 95% of the time with your kids is gone. Like if that doesn't yep. scare you to put That's down the phone, stop with the notifications. And to your point, right. If you have a laptop, there's no way you should be getting notified or having a preview come up of an email notification or even the mail icon in the bottom right here. Get rid of them because it is, again, yeah, killing your focus. Mm -hmm. And focus is like, I, I think it's Cal Newport in his book, Deep Work says, you know, yeah. focus is the 21st century superpower. Yeah. Focus, focus stamina now is actually being tested in athletes. So, What's interesting in that is if my athletes have um, a football game or a hockey game or a soccer game, you have to be off your phones for three hours. Pre-game, warm-up, focusing, okay. um, your, your imagery, and then you have your team warm-up because you have to warm up on your own and do your own mental warm-up and your own physical yep. warm-up before you get to your team, right? So, And then you have your game and then you have your post. So how did I do today? What were my wins today? What, where, where do I still need to grow? And if we're not doing that self-analysis, right, after in the cool down, well, here's the thing. If you're not practicing three other hours during the day of being off your phone, how are you going to perform in those three hours? Right. Your brain is going to be craving dopamine. Yep. Right? Yeah. It's a so vicious, there's a vicious cycle of, for sure. Oh, it is. And, and I, I was in a school the other day doing our programs uh, to student athletes. Uh, one kid, I think the other teacher caught him minimum a hundred times checking his phone. Mm -hmm. And it was actually compulsively done, Jeff. Like he would go to the same three apps and then shut it off. Like he was right. checking, right? He had to check and like, mm -hmm. what can you update the last five minutes from the last five minutes you just checked? Because we're in help. We're in a program. It's 11 o'clock. Nothing much is happening in between classes besides I hate this teacher. Oh, right. they, you're going to get this test in math and oh, so-and-so, you know, oh, and there's pictures floating back and forth, but who looks good today in class? Like those are what these kids are thinking. They're not thinking about school anymore. Right. Right. Hmm. They're more interested in what is happening rather than what is happening here and here. And that is a dangerous part of our society to be in. Right. Yeah, uh, sure. But compulsively, if I were that kid's parent, I'd be like, uh, we got to reduce your apps. And I might put a lock on his phone, like, so he can't touch it during the day. Right. Mm. Yep. Like, and, and the other thing is don't text your kids at school. Don't text them. It actually tethers them to you and makes them anxious. So 
because they want to they want to please you, but they also want right. to please their teacher, and you're pinning them in a sandwich of pressure. Right. So talk to them before school. Let them know exactly what's happening after school. We we don't need to text them during the day at all, right? They you can yeah. phone your kid, bring them down the office. Remember that you got a PA system, and you're like, <laughs> I do. yeah, I do. I'm out of school. Or, yeah. oh, yeah, I, oh, I get to go or something. And then meanwhile, yeah. like, life check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so true. Larissa, <laughs> working, uh, I've loved the discussion. Great topics, action items for parents, dads specifically to take yep. advantage of themselves, but also guide their, their kids. Where can, uh, where can people find you? Uh, we're at thementalgameacademy.ca. We're on Instagram, The Mental Game Academy. We're on Facebook. We are, I'm on LinkedIn in as well the mental game academy is there uh what we do is we help your teams we help coaches actually too we have coaching programs and we help individual athletes so um or a great gift this christmas right give the gift of mental game there you go there you go love it larissa thanks for being on the show thanks thanks for listening thanks for watching dare to be uncommon love lead legacy create a legendary day and i'll talk to you soon